think running a day spa is all massages and relaxation? <laughs> there is nothing relaxing about owning a day spa. But we're here to help. Siri Spa owners know that being in the spa business isn't for the weak. It takes hard work, planning, and just a bit of luck. We should know because we've owned a successful day spa for over 20 years. Now we're opening up our playbooks and giving you the business insights to run your day spa rather than letting it run you. This is a Spapreneur podcast with Lynn Graves and Ramona Rice. Sussy. What? Are you eating cheese? I am. I don't know what it is about podcasting. I'm always hungry when we have to do a podcast. So... Today I'm being a little mouse and I'm eating cheese because I don't feel like making real food. What kind of cheese is it? I think- uh, cheddar, sharp, extra sharp. Yeah. I, but I, that's because I've got some really good stuff in the refrigerator from Whole Foods, but that's like dessert. So I eat the cheaper cheese. I can say that. Cheaper cheese first. She sells seashells by the seashore. I can do this. And then later on today, I'll eat the really good stuff and it's kind of like dessert. Okay, wow. Well, So here's another tidbit from your wedding. Okay, yeah. Ramona Rice Grimmel. Ramona Rice Grimmel. And Lynn Graves, Sessie. We are the spotpreneurs. Okay. So your Aunt Melinda was at the wedding. Oh my God. Let's talk about Aunt Melinda. If you guys saw the Facebook Live, you got to see Aunt Melinda. That's still posted in the Facebook group. So Aunt oh Melinda, Mouth of the South as Dupa. I love her. She's so I do awesome. too. I do too. But but I saw her towards the end of the evening. She tried to get in the limo with the tiny oh humans. Oh my God. She was so drunk. She, she was, was so, so drunk. drunk. And there was only beer there. God, it was no, only- no, no. There was champagne because oh, where was her, that? Her and uh, somebody put all the champagne in the freezer because when I showed up to clean up, it was all frozen in your freezer. But there were some that would anyway. She had champagne. I won't mention she had a Xanax before she started all this nonsense. Oh Jesus! Which you never should should no. mix this stuff. And I just didn't realize all this was going on. So. We finally got her home after tucking the little humans into... Well, first, let's explain this. The tiny humans were got to go in a limo to go to their other grandma and Titi's house, my and late were, husband's yeah, family. Yeah. Yes. They were not present because it was just emotionally too much for them to be there. And we completely understand yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. So, and this is what I did for Ramona and Rachel when Rick and I got married was we had a limo showed up and we tucked them into the limo and they went to their dad's house. So we continued the tradition, and they sure. thought it was great. Yeah, that was their favorite part of the wedding. Was so the limo. Melinda tried to get into the limo with them with her little suitcase that she was tugging around like a little homeless woman. It was <laughs> funny as shit. Without panties on. Apparently, she took off her she, panties. She did. Out in the field in the back 40 when we were doing wedding photos. Why? She, I told her not to put the Spanx on. She put the Spanx on, and it was 99 degrees outside. So she outside. lost her Spanx. She lost her space. So they're probably still out there in the field. No, she tucked them. She tucked no, no. She tucked them into a pocket or something. I think she gave them to Rick, and he had them in a pocket <laughs> or something. <laughs> so, long story short, she is very, very drunk. We get her home, and Aunt Kathy's with us because my my bestest friend in the whole wide world came up for the wedding, and um, she's staying the night at my house. So Rick and Kathy, Melinda, and I are sitting in the living room. Re counting the fun points of the wedding of course melinda has no clue she is holding a bottle of champagne and drinking directly from the bottle and all of a sudden the evil sister in me see she's the my younger sister Uh i've got two younger sisters so the evil side of me comes out and i said hey melinda say peter piper picked a pack of pickled peppers that's mean (laughs) 
hard to do when she you're... said what i said peter piper picked a pack of pickled peppers she goes peter piper fucked a pepper <laughs> and that's about all she could say for the rest of the night peter was fucking a pepper <laughs> i'm sure there's a peter somewhere that has fucked a pepper yeah oh god i've got it on recording i i i, I did it on my phone oh god ammunition to hold over her head oh my god oh <laughs> my god you know melinda um i, I there's no way to i'm trying to take that story and and, and convert to what we're going to talk, talk about today. melinda there's, is very real melinda is no, who she is yeah. and she's not going to pretend otherwise she is a country girl she is happy to be a stay-at-home wife to her husband. Yep. She loves to cook. She's a little bit round around the waist. And, well, that's just the way it's going to be because she loves to cook. And I had to do her makeup because she was making a hot mess of it. Oh, God. That yeah. was, I was she, like. She just, she's just sort of real in herself. She's a, she country, knows, she's a country mouse. She is, except that she was, she grew up in Gulf Breeze, Florida. I don't know when the hell this woman became a country mouse, but she's a cute country mouse and we love her, but she knows who she is yeah. and, and she doesn't pretend otherwise. And sometimes we find ourselves in different situations in life where we think we know who we are. And then all of a sudden we get uncomfortable with who we are. And am I really this person? And I don't know what to do in this situation. And I, I'll tell you that growing up, once I got out of high school and I went out into the business world, uh, somewhere in my mid twenties, I'm not a college type person. I don't do well in sitting and listening to lectures. It is the most boring thing I can think of in God, my I love life. It. I love it so much. I friggin' hate it. So I never finished college. I went to about one year and that was it. But for the rest of my life, up until about somewhere in my 40s, I felt inferior to everyone else out there that had a college degree. I felt like an imposter. Like, yeah, I'm smart, but I didn't go to college. And I kept that to myself. I, I told my husband this at one point in time, and I said, I, maybe I should go back to college. He said, you don't need to go back to college. You know, you run a business, you own it. But it took a long time for that reality to set with me of, I'm a powerful businesswoman. Mm -hmm. I don't need a fucking degree at this point. I could teach those college courses at this point. It's kind of like someone asked me the other day if I would ever go back and get my like MBA or like a master's degree. I have a bachelor's degree from UVA. And I'm like, why the fuck would I do that? No. And, and in certain circumstances, like... Um, like my uh, husband right now, he's getting his master's education. I was going to call him the Grummel, the but I will call him my son-in-law. Yeah. He is... He's a teacher. That is important in their Absolutely. profession so that he takes it up a notch and that he gets recognized because we don't pay our teachers sh doodly shit in this yeah. country. And so that's important. But but depending on where you are in your life, I, I love what Nancy asked me and she was the director and owner of Fuller Massage Therapy School. Yeah. She said to me, understanding that I was an overachiever, she said, how many people do you think are going to ask you what your grade point average is in massage school? And that made me stop and think because I was making straight A's. And she said, exactly. No one's going to ask you this. And in 23 years of doing this, no one's ever asked me what my grade point average is. Yeah. And so you guys, I get this a lot during my private calls, particularly, um, you know, one of the benefits of people who join my six post program is they get two free 
coaching calls with me one-on-one. And one of the things that comes up all the time, particularly with people who are probably like two or three years in, I don't feel like I have enough education to do this. I don't feel like the expert. I feel like an imposter. That's what we're talking about today. Okay. Let's put this really simple to you folks. When you go and you have a baby, no one gives you instructions on what the hell to do with this baby. Yeah, there are baby books out there, but really, I love Will Smith. I love Will Smith because Will Smith said, I buy a DVD. It comes with a 30,000 page booklet of very specific instructions on how to work this DVD. But at the hospital, they take this baby and say, here, it's all yours with no booklet to go with it. And guess what you get? You get the fa- the title of father or mother. Yes. You get that title. And you claim it. You can't, and you and own you, it. You, you can't, can't impo- deny there's it. There's no imposter there. So when you go through massage school or esthetician school and you spend hours and hours and hours studying, God damn it. When you take those tests, you've earned that title. Yes, you have. Own it. And as a business owner, the moment you open your own place, the moment or you become an independent contractor, you are now a business owner. You must own that. That means, once again, let's go back to the mirror. Look in the mirror and say, you're an awesome business owner. Yeah. You're an awesome business owner. You're going to rock it today. You know who I've seen this make a difference in, in the weirdest way, and she probably won't even recognize this, is Denise. Yes, absolutely. Denise started out in the first six pillars of a little bit insecure and not quite sure how she fit in and where she was going to go with all this. And now I see her claiming it of, this is how I'm running my business. This is what I'm going to do. And damn it, this is going to happen. She learned to claim that. Yeah. So it becomes an attitude, folks. It it really does. Imposter syndrome is something made up in your mind. Number one, no one can call you an imposter if you have. I mean, I'm not a queen. I'm sorry. I am a queen. You're a queen of what? This household. Sure. It's a monarchy. It is not a democracy in this household. I've told you girls that for years. That's why I moved out. (laughs) She she defected. And guess what? To the other side. And guess what? I'm a fucking queen of my house. (laughs) Anderson will say something like, get your ass in gear. <laughs> that apple did not fall far from the tree, No, folks. no. Basically, I'm my mother and Anderson's me. It's the cycle <laughs> continues. At some point, he will have a tiny human and I will sit there and laugh. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. But you, and I, and I understand where you guys are coming from because I grew up as a very insecure on the inside person. I didn't believe in myself. Even though I was the top sales rep of a company, I didn't believe in myself. I was the top sales rep because I was constantly trying to prove myself. So when I became a business owner, I'm looking at all these high end, in my mind, business people, a lot of them men coming into me and they're architects and they're politicians And and attorneys and doctors. And I'm thinking to myself, they're worthy of a title of businessman because, well, they went to college and I didn't. But I'm here to tell you folks that after a certain point, it's like, don't fuck with me. Also, I know what I'm talking about. Also, let's be clear, especially for doctors. Doctors don't run their offices. No, they don't. They're smart enough to know. Get a business manager because they don't want to deal with all the bullshit because that goes on. Because they have on. to handle patients. Handling patients is enough. No, that's bullshit. They don't want to handle the drama that goes with running a business. Sometimes I don't want to handle the drama of running a business. Well, you know, a little bit. I'm watching Lyric change this past year, which is really fascinating to me. I talked about in a podcast a while back of 
um, I was on the fence with him. He wasn't doing things that I thought he should be doing. And rather than confronting it, I, I was being wishy-washy because I, I had to declare in my mind, was it him? Was it me? Was it expectations? Where was it? Well, he picked up on the cues and he called me out on it. So we sat down. We had a coming to Jesus meeting. Oh, my God, I cannot sing his praises well enough because he is claiming it as his own. He will literally sit me down and say, I've got this. I am running this. This is what you told me to do. Now, I'm listening to you. I respect you, but I'm claiming this as my area. So let me run it. Is he going to make mistakes? Yep, sure is. A lot of them, but that's okay. He's still learning. I still learn every day, but that doesn't mean I have to go out there and advertise when I've made a mistake to people. I just go, wow, shit, that was wrong. I think the first thing as a business owner you have to do is stop apologizing when you make a decision. Women, we have a bad habit Stop of that. justifying. Stop justifying. Stop justifying. Yeah. I, I said this so, so, not too long ago. Prices. This is the one thing. They, they, they want to do this thing where, okay, I want to give them like six weeks notice of my price increase. No. No, you send a letter saying, hey, prices are increasing this date. I like That's it. Yeah, it, 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 don't. Let's back this up a little bit. There's nothing wrong with giving them notice so that they have time Absolutely. to think about but it. Doesn't but you don't be- do that out of guilt. No, you do that out of courtesy. You do that out of courtesy to get them acclimated because they're going to whine and cry and bitch. On the other hand, you're going to get others saying you're worth it or it's about time you did. Yep. You're worth more than that. You're going to get those people that are going to say it. The other ones, they're going to bitch no matter what you do. Yeah, you could seriously you give them fair you warning. You could lower your price and they would find something to bitch about. Yeah, so is, that, oh, does that mean you're going to cut off my time more? I mean, what's going on? Oh, you should have lowered it a long time ago because really you're charging too much. No, 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 no. <gasps> Claim it, folks. Claim Set your, your ownership. I have increased my prices quite a few times over the years to bring myself to where I feel like I'm a fair and equitable trade in my community. And I got, oh, you do prices, prices, oh my God. And they're always the people that can afford the shit, you know? It's like, I've just got mean going, well, I can send you to Massage Envy. Yep. Please go over there. Well, I don't want to go over there. Okay. My education costs money. My bills have gone up in price. You know, there is a thing called inflation. And I, I say it just like that to them. They're like, oh, okay. You know, stop justifying. Stop apologizing. Listen to your tone. If you don't know what your tone sounds like when you're doing it, record yourself. Yep. All of you have voice recorder on your phone. Record yourself and do it until you have perfected a way of saying it. It's the mommy voice. We don't justify ourselves as mommies to our little children. Or if you do, stop that shit right now. Oh, God. Yeah. you're, You're raising a psycho child. Seriously, you're the problem. Yeah, that's a whole side Ooh. note, but don't, don't, don't do that. Yeah, you are they, not your child's friend. Yeah. So, so I, I never forget. And it's so funny this is coming up because we just at church on Sunday, we had a big shindig because our pastor's retiring, not moving, truly retiring. And it was a wonderful, just a joyous event. Well, someone came up to me, uh, Kristen and I hadn't seen her in years, and I knew her when she was all of in sixth grade. And I was laughing at her. I said, do you remember when you showed up in the mini skirt and you were tugging on it as hard as you could? You were tugging it, trying to get it down to your knees because you felt uncomfortable in it. And my words to you are at the time, if you're going to wear it, own it. 
If you're going to wear a short skirt, you stand up tall and you make it look like it was meant to be on you. I said, and those are good words to live by, no matter what you do in a life. If you're going to wear it, own it. If you're going to be a business owner, wear it and own it. Command and demand respect from your fellow people. You can find that easier to do than you think. And, and in so many ways, those of you who are struggling with getting clients back in, I think it's because you're asking them wimpily. Okay, I think I want you. Okay, you know, I'll see you next time. No, you tell them when you say, guys, you have to be your own pimp. Okay, <laughs> you really do. You have to say who you say who you say when you say how much. And I know a lot of you out there go, oh, my God, I cannot believe Ramona. You just compared us to prostitutes. Yes, I did. You want to know why? Well, all of life is like prostitutes. You got to sell it. You got to sell it, guys. Okay, I know we rephrase it as educating bullshit. It's selling. Yeah, it really it is. It really is selling, guys. You're a business owner. This is what it means to be a business owner. Business owners, guess what they care about? They care about their bottom line and revenue. And revenue comes when we have full appointment books. You want to know how you get a full appointment books? You get those people to come back in. That's right. Now, let's say this is a consistent pattern of you're trying to get them to come back in. And really, your return rate is very, very low. You're going to have to start looking at yourself. I mentioned this quite a few times back in a podcast. If if you're not delivering the goods, people are not going to return to you. Absolutely. So whether they rebook or not, which you need to try to get them to rebook and you need to use a firm hand with it, a, a cheerful voice and yes. a commanding voice. And, and yes a, a and voice. no questions. This is what I say. Um, I really enjoyed working in today. That shoulder, I noticed it's really tight. A uh, couple sessions with me, two or three, it can really open that up. Now, notice I didn't say I didn't say it would fix it because we don't know how long it's going to take for it to truly be, and it may never, but you know what? Two or three sessions is definitely going to help. Yeah, it will. So that's not a lie. So that's number one. Number two is you don't give them an option. You say, I'd like to see you again next week. Um, is the same time good for you? That's a yes or no question. That's right. And they may say, well, no, I don't know what my schedule is. Let me give you a call. Okay, great. I look forward to hearing from you. If I don't hear from you in the next couple of days, I might give you a call so that uh, you don't forget. And you leave it at that. Yep. They're, they're forewarned. Now, let's go back to, though, you're not getting rebookings. Even after all that, you're not getting rebookings. You need to look at yourself. Ask yourself, first off, is your service you're providing, the massage and the facial, is it good? Yeah, and you may think it's good, but you're going to need some outside help with this. And, and I've said this a long time ago. You're going to have to get someone that's going to be honest you with you. You need to find your Ramona. Yeah, you really do. I'm and, really and, good and, at that. Yeah, and and you're just going to have to suck it up and, and, and pay it, attention. And, and because you need a friend like me. Because I am the friend that will tell you to your face without apology, no, you look really fat in that dress. Please don't wear it again. Yeah. Because you know what? We need more people that be blunt. You and Buddy. Buddy did that to a but secretary. But you have to because otherwise people look dumb, okay? You should embrace the people like me. I don't do it like to strangers. No, I did when I was no, younger. No, but, no. you know. But, you know, it really is all about attitude. So it starts inside you. Right. You know, you've you, got to believe and, in yourself. And if you're not confident in your skills, it's going to show in your service. Oh God, yeah. We we give massages or or facials based on what we feel inside. Yeah, I mean it's an emotion, so it's an energy. So if you're feeling wimpy or insecure in your modality, yeah, first well. off, go get some more practice in. Yeah. Especially if it's a new modality. If it's a new modality you just learned, do a couple practice sessions or incorporate it into your regular with your super regular clients. Like I'm trying this out. When you first did Ashi, how many of your regulars got Ashi? Everybody. Everybody. You didn't give them an option, did you? <laughs> no. She was unapologetic was like, about it. Oh, we learned this and you're going to do this because I got to learn it too. 
you know, yeah. I just, uh, we were brutal on them. We were but that's so how you brutal. got better. And a few of them went, you ain't doing that shit again. I have a problem with feet. No, no. And, and I respected that. And then that. there were others who were like, oh my God, yes. Yeah, yeah, th- there were. So, and you know, it's funny because I've got this one therapist. Uh, and now that I know that several of them are listening to this podcast, I'm <laughs> which, like, which, Shit. I know it makes like, me so nervous. It, what have I said about them? So I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to describe them, nor am I going to bring up the name. My girls come to me. I'll individually say, this is true. And this is who it is, but, or, or I'll just say, no, it's not you. I've got one. She tries all these different modalities and it's not suitable for her. It's not her strength. And she has a hard time understanding what her strength is. I can see it, but she has this, I can do anything attitude and that's great, but that doesn't translate into talent. Yeah. So I have to carefully look at that. So sometimes it is, you think you can do everything and no, you cannot. You have to find what your strength is, but let me go back to the inner voice. Yeah. Great. I am woman. Hear me roar. I can do anything, but let's be real. I can't go out and be a boxer and knock out, you know, the heavy world weight. Uh, there's a reality to that. No, I can't do that. What can I do that makes me great? Yeah. So that's the other thing is that if you lack a talent in something, find the people who have that talent to help you. And Get if some you outside don't help. have it, you don't have it. My granddaughter can draw ungodly. I don't know where she gets this talent from at this level. I can't draw a damn stick figure. And I'm never going to be able to draw more than a stick figure, even taking classes because I have. She has a talent that's ingrained. I have a talent of cheerleading my people on and raising them up. I'm a cheerleader. That's my talent. Yeah, I understand hone, that. You can hone natural given talents. Like I yes. have a natural given talent for cooking for some oh reason. Oh my God. And I've had to hone and it she over the doesn't years. do enough of it for me anymore. Well, I just, just saying. Else. Okay. I'm just saying. Fine, just saying. Fine. You're making me do all the cooking around here. I'm losing weight because it's just not that good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to do this month. I'm doing a whole 30. Hell so, no. Hell I'm like, no, when no. this podcast comes out, I'll be Even all the stuff that Though, I, because Buddy, my yes. client, he did the Pritikin um, uh, diet, and he he and his wife actually went down to the country club and did the whole shebang, and he's lost significant amount of weight. Well, it's big on no salt, no um, sugar. So we're tailgating this weekend with him. Mm-hmm. I made a barbecue sauce. She did. It's very tasty. And it rocks. It's it very good. so good. I was so and proud of it. And how easy it. was it actually to make? It was easy because I read the directions. Yes, that does help with cooking. And that helps and with I most things. I followed the directions. That, that helps I too. think I might have put a little bit too much cayenne pepper into it. It was a little spicy, um, <laughs> but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. But that's what I mean. Like, but that you know, doesn't mean I'm a good cook. Yeah. That means I followed directions. Okay? I'm not, I, I'm not a great cook. I know this about myself. I'm a great businesswoman. I'm great. You know why? Because I believe in people. I believe that we're doing something good. And you got a good foundation from the start. You started with a good roadmap. You you asked for mentorship. You asked for the help. Mentorship was yeah. the most important part for me because for for as long as I didn't believe that I was a businesswoman, because I'm telling you, I woke up one day, folks, and I went, how did I get here? And who are all these people working for me? I mean, it's just yeah. a bizarre feeling. And uh, But my mentors were business people of high caliber and they made me feel safe within their ranks. So I could for a while fake it. And that's what I had to do. I had to fake it. I'm a businesswoman. Um, and the older I get, the more secure I get, um, the, the easier really it becomes. 
really, I have the don't screw me attitude. Yeah, but I mean, if you are younger, because we have a lot of spapreneurs who are younger. And, and the biggest thing I can tell you is if you're paying the bills, it's kind of like being a parent, really. I can safely say, for example, um, after the wedding, Ceci took all the good potatoes and I came to the house. And I was like, I paid for these potatoes. It so was a little tiny bit. Well, that was all that was left. I thought there was a whole nother 10 left on them. No. It was a little tiny bit. So guess folks. what? So guess she what? took my potatoes. But guess what? I paid for those potatoes. I had the right to take those potatoes. It's the I paid only time. everything else. Not really. I paid for everything <laughs> you, else. Well, you can take all the rest of the stuff if you those want. potatoes. And do they offer that in the restaurant? No. no. We're working on it. We're doing a campaign. <laughs> All the push is like, we want the potatoes. We oh, my God. These potatoes, so were, oh, my God. They were like buttery and smoky. But, I can't even describe oh, them. But you got to own it. And if you can't own it, fake it. Now, this isn't just because I've got age on me. I've got, um, this is one of the therapists that listens to this podcast. So I'm going to call her out. Rachel Duvall. Hi, Rachel. So... Which she cracks little... me up. She, so she tells me like I'm I'm oh. there. And she's like, your podcast is great. I'm like, oh fuck. I know. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Who have I said what about? And oh my god. What now Nina's do? listening to it. I'm like, oh fuck. Why fuck. we were trying to keep it a secret from them? We were because I'm like, I already give you all this free coaching. They don't have to pay for this coaching. They no. get well, they, they get it to. directly from me. Also. Yeah. So, but I'm gonna call Rachel Duvall out. She is only 21. And she is a badass. Yeah, she is. And she knows who she is. And you don't screw with her. And it's because she has this attitude. She's sweet and kind. And beautiful. Yeah. Oh, God. Drop dead gorgeous. But she knows who she is. And I actually said to her not too long ago, I said, you will be the next de-stress. She said, well, actually, I have a 14-year plan. I've already decided I'm going to do this for 14 years and then decide what I want to do. She's going to kill yeah. this world. She she knows who she is. And that comes from insight. And folks, yeah. let me tell you something. This girl did not grow up in a wonderful household. Her mother is great. But she's had issues in her life family-wise. So don't be using all that shit as an excuse. She's an overcomer. She let their problems be their problems. She moved on. Uh, she's the one way back in a podcast. I think I was talking about. I sit in the back and I listen to them yes, talk. Yes. And she talked about all about how she was going to break up with a certain guy. That's right. Oh my God. It was so funny. Yeah. But did it go down like that? No. Yeah. The other thing is you can't <laughs> let outside circumstances affect no. your business ownership. Guys, I lost my husband. There is nothing, there's, there's almost, the only thing greater than that would be losing a child. I don't even want to think about that. So losing my husband, legitimately worst experience of my life. Worst experience. But I you think, don't, you let it mold you in a good way. Yeah. But you can't let it like, so, so whatever you're dealing with, whether you're going through a divorce, you're going through, you know, some financial trouble, you can choose to say, I'm going to be a business owner in this situation. You know, I love the, um, I, I'll use Rebecca Brumfield for an example because she's got that badass body worker. Yeah. Fucking, you need to say in a mirror, I'm a badass today. You yeah. need to do that. You need to flood her group with I'm a badass today videos. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And just <laughs> record yourself going, I'm a badass. I'm a badass body worker. Because the more yeah. you, you know, in the Bible it says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. What that means is, if I believe it in my heart, my mouth is going to put that forth. So tell your heart, 
over and over again until it becomes reality to yeah. you. And you are worthy of this. Okay. So if you are experiencing a boom in your business, sometimes we feel unworthy of these gifts that the universe and God gives us. You know, sometimes yeah. we can feel like we, we're, we are not, we are not worthy. Of this. I, I am not worthy. And no, yeah. I'm not worthy, but it's a gift that's given to yeah. me. So I'm going to take this gift. I'm going to make the best of it that I can. I'm going to make myself worthy of this gift. And if that gift is your business is thriving, it's, Great. You get to spread more well, joy into the community. Absolutely. So take that gift and run with it. There's a great, I, I don't mean to bring our Christian into this. We normally don't. Well, and I'm sure there's other sayings in Buddha and all these yeah, others. But there's a great song, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let that light shine through your actions. When you are a successful, confident business woman, I'm talking to my ladies now. I know we have men listening to this podcast. Yeah, See, men have don't have these, these problems. You got to ask yourself why. Because they're brought up. They're warriors. They're, war- they're brought up to be, we are men, we're confident. No one ever doubts what they said. That's why I said Anderson being a little Mona, it will serve him well. He yes. will never. I could not tell you how many times people are like, you're a bossy girl. You're bossy I know. girl. And now they're finally saying, you want your daughter to be bossy. She will be a leader. And that's what I am. But I mean, how many times did you hear, you know, she should act like she shouldn't say this, blah, blah, blah. But if I had been a, but if I had been a boy, I doubt you would have heard that. I'll just say Mona was a handful. I'll leave it at that. But seriously, if I, were, I thought I was going to kill her a few if, times, if I were, more than a few times. But if I had been born with a penis and identified as a male, I would have killed you then too. But but people <laughs> probably would not have said it as much. No, they would not have. And that's and that's. But the we're in a new generation, so we women. Are. I'm telling you, Carl told me stop justifying yourself, and you're going to catch yourself at it. Now that I'm saying this to you, you don't have to explain why. Just say no. I'm sorry, I can't do it today. Yeah, that's it. You don't have to say, oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I, you you I got to go. I can't do it today. That's a full sentence. Well, no, I'm sorry is a nice, soft way of saying, I like you, but I can't do a, a it. A man today. won't say that. He'll just say, I can't do that today. No, sometimes they, they will. But so find your own voice within that. Yeah. Don't justify yourself. Sometimes we need to justify ourselves if it's an emotional situation or contentious or something, but you get to pick that moment. Don't do it out of weakness. And that's realistically only like 10% of the time. 90% oh, yeah. of the time, guess what? No is a complete sentence. Yeah. My favorite is when I'm in the middle of something at work. And I'm really concentrating and one of the girls will come to me or even one of the guys, but we have so many girls. It's usually one of the girls and they'll come up to me and I'll just cut them a look and say, go away. Okay. I'm gone. Yeah. We're start. I'm starting to have to do that with Evan actually at home. Last night he was supposed to be working. I was, um, I'm working on a full roadmap at Spotpreneur. You remember the right. business book you got me? I'm working on that to build a so that my Spotpreneur community members can actually build their roadmaps. Right. I'm very excited about this. So I'm working and I'm really concentrated. I'm, I'm really trying to do deep, deep You're work. You're in Mona land. Yeah, I'm in Mona land. And he wants to talk and I'm finally had to go, <laughs> leave me the fuck alone. I love you. But I don't know love. what it is about men. Dupont will pick the one thing on TV that I, re- one news thing I want to see so badly out of 30 minutes, one little five minute clip and he'll start talking. Yes. And then if I say, can you stop? Oh, well, fine. No. So I've oh been watching, God. as everybody knows, I've been binge watching um, Star Trek The Next Generation. And Evan, because he's seen all the episodes. I mean, I've seen parts of the episodes, but I've never really sat down and watched the show. So I'm watching the show. And he'll pause it and go, did you know the side thing? I'm like, God damn it. I'm oh watching Oh, my this. God. I Why? Won't, I won't watch movies with Bob and Lynn anymore. Or if I do, I will take the remote away from Bob because he'll stop. He'll say, what do you think is going to happen next? Yes. Oh, my God. No, I, hate I don't that. need to know that shit. Stop See, it. That's imposter syndrome. Take that shit away. Take it away. Take- we do love our men, but damn. God damn it. Stop controlling us. 
<laughs> see, the we problem, don't need your help. See, no, or we'll ask for it. We know how to say, honey, come over here and do this. Yes. Yes. So seriously, imposter syndrome needs to be eradicated in your life immediately. If you need help with this, this is how you do it. Number one is go to our Facebook group and I want you guys to declare that I'm going to be free of imposter syndrome today. Do a live feed. Do Do a live feed to our group and just say, hey, we are done with imposter syndrome. I am awesome. I am great. I'm a badass today. Okay. Also... I'll say that it's important for you to go find someone in a mentorship way that's a badass. Yeah. If you're around a badass all the time, you're going to start getting some of that energy. Don't suck their energy dry. No. But just try well, to learn honestly, what makes honestly, them a badass. if they're a badass, they won't let them. That's true. And yeah. and But you'll start understanding, oh, yeah. they're confident. You are the sum of the five people you hang out with the most. So when I was... <laughs> Yeah, it's, like, it's true. I have to laugh because when I said all that, Marsha and Kathy flitted through my mind. We were the three amigos. Oh, my God. And, this is before Sex in the City. Oh, my God. The shit that we would get into. We just complimented each other's greatness. Yeah, we really did. Yes. We took the city by storm y'all could have been a reality show you were oh my god you guys were the real housewives of hampton roads well you were i'm not sure i should say this over the air but i'll say it anyway because it's funny as shit so when i went down to visit with aunt kathy in west palm beach Uh and we got really really drunk one night and dupac got up to go potty oh you've told me this yeah and about 45 minutes later i'm like where the hell is dupac and i get up and he's in Kathy's bed, laying on the other side of the bed like he belonged there. I'm like, get the hell out of her bed and get back in my bed. <laughs> that is a small example of the shit that my girlfriends and I get into. There was no sex, no hanky-panky. He was laying on his side and she was on his, on hers. It was, oh God, folks, Oh, I'm just... I can't believe the city survived me, Marcia and Kathy. Yes. And this is what Mona grew up watching. Yeah. Oh, but they made me empowered. Yeah. So so seriously, you've got to surround yourself with people who will fulfill Maybe not your the soul. slut friends like I did. But we you know were what? all sluts. But you know together. what? Let's let's no, no no but let's talk about this. Your friendship really solidified. They helped you kind of realize that your marriage to my father was not good. Yeah, and they did. It was something I always knew, and they did, and they were my strength. But we all complimented one another, and we all, we were all and they strong. Suppo- together. And they supported you when yes. you married Rick, yes, which helped yes, a lot. Yes. So, so again, you want if you, you don't have need a friend your like posse. that, you find a, a business group that will do it. Be careful. There's whiny groups out there. Uh, I love the Qantas Club because it was a mixture of men and women, yeah. and it was all ages. The one that I was in, and it was fabulous right. for that. Be careful the Facebook groups you hang out in. Be careful of the Facebook group you hang on it and the social media you're posting, like the people you're following on social media. If they're being whiny and judgmental, stop following them. Yeah, I, I had to cut out quite a few people that were too negative and draw me down, especially after the election of yeah. uh, President Trump. You know, it didn't matter who you voted for. He was now our president. And I just couldn't take any more of it because it was bringing my attitude down. Yeah. So, so make sure mm-mm. the other thing you can do is to fill yourself up. Make sure you're listening to positive podcasts, not just us. You know, we mom talks about Preet, how much she loves that podcast. Yeah, uh, it can get negative and one sided, but it's very informative in a lot of ways. Uh, uh, what was the one that we mentioned last time? Po- uh, 
Um, oh, um, more perfect. No, but the ones I like, the three I like the most, by the book, which is fabulous for me. Funny. They are very funny. But they funny. can get kind of whiny after yeah. a while. I can only take so much I of them love that one happy, time. The two I really recommend for this kind of attitude shift is Happier by Gretchen Rubin. It's Gretchen Rubin, who's a great writer, one of my favorite authors, and her sister, Elizabeth Kraft, who's a TV writer and producer. She has a new show coming out. It was probably out now called The Fix on ABC. I don't know if you've seen previews for that, but uh, it's with Marsha Clark. Uh, Marsha Clark is co-producing oh, it. Oh, that's why, that's why I heard about that. Yeah. Anyway, but it's fascinating because she talks about it on her podcast all the backstage, how they make the thing. It's very interesting. But unhappier, they talk about simple hacks to make your life happier. That is worth your time investing in things like that, that are going to bring positive and motion. Sometimes with, when we're dealing with imposter syndrome, sometimes it's a matter of we need to fill our time, free time with positive messages, positive audiobooks, and, and just fill your time instead of being so negative and drawing, this is what I don't have. Focus on what you do have. And if you can't get out of that negative space, go see a doctor. It yeah. might be hormonal. Yeah, go get some drugs. Or it might be, you know, it might be something inside of you that needs it. And you need legal drugs, not illegal drugs. No. So, or even drugs that are legal in certain yeah. places. And, and we joke about my drinking a lot, which I've cut back on tremendously since I don't have so much stress in my life. Um, if you find yourself drinking because you're stressed, that's not the way to do it. This comes from deep inside you. Or emotional eating. Like for a while there, I was emotionally yes. eating and I had to get help for that. So there is help and support for all these things. But the bottom line is this. The only person who can declare that you are a massage therapist, a business owner, is really you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No amount of licensure, no amount of education is going to make that happen. You have to declare today, I'm a fucking Badass, Badass. awesome business owner. Yes. Go own that shit. Okay. On a a totally different note, I'm very upset and I'm very sad. Why? I finished Harry Potter. Oh, no. It's terrible. And I don't have anything to replace it that's that good. And it was so good. And now I don't want to get in the car and drive around. It's just so, if y'all have really good books for Audible, because I read all the time, but this is Audible. The Hunger Games was really good. I've, I already read all the Hunger Games. I actually read the Hunger Games. Oh, okay. So if y'all have something that's interesting, please, please fa- post it on Facebook because I'm desperate. Ceci needs recommendations because she's... I you thought know, you were going to say recreational drugs. Well, I know you know how to get this. Actually, two, you do two really drugs. good books that I actually really enjoyed listening to on Audible. The first was Tina Fey's um, book, Bossy Pants, and it's her memoir, and she okay. reads it. It's very good. Amy Poehler, who is her best friend, yes. is called Yes, Please, and it's another really good one. Both All of those right. are excellent. I'll consider those two, but they're still not going to be Harry Potter. Well, no, that's Harry why... Harry Potter I- was so... Good. <sighs> no, okay, fine. Y'all, y'all send me your recommendations. Okay, and on that note, this is an extra special long episode. So again, go to spotpreneur.com. This is and episode I'm 61. I'm a badass. I'm a fucking badass. I know I'm a badass because you're my daughter. And I know you're a badass because you're my mom. That's right. right. So go be badasses today. This is spotpreneur.com forward slash episode 061. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Need more actionable steps to get your spa headed in the right direction? Head to spapreneur.com where we've got the tools, tricks, and methods to making your spa as successful as it can be. Spapreneur.com.